Tino Shade, uh, Tony L and J. What type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one tray. Uh, it's all Tino Shade, all Tino Shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. So pull up a seat and let's start sipping. Well, this is going to be a great episode today, this week. All right, we have some guests in his house. Yes, we do. We have fellow podcasters, Tanya and Nicole from Makeup, Breakups, and Martini. I like makeups and breakups. Hey, I love guys. martinis. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> What's your favorite martini? Um... I don't know. A chocolate martini. A oh, chocolate, mar- mm-hmm. hey. chocolate martini. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, Goodbye, dear sir. <laughs> all right. I well, make sexual in windows all the time. It's ridiculous. Oh, I, was, I just met. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> what? All right, let's go ahead and get into our Who Am I section. Ooh, are y'all who am ready? I? Hold on. Before we get started, they need to know that they're not a team. You are working against you one were another. Rough, you are working independent. Independently right. for okay. the victory. All right. So for who am I, you have to guess who celebrity or famous person that I am Trying speaking about. Difference. The biggest clue is that it's generally somebody who's recently and currently in the news. Okay. And you're working against me as well. And for the record, <laughs> I am like 19. I have like 19 victories. He is feeling himself <laughs> to the max. Okay. So <laughs> if you can humble him, <laughs> I'd be much appreciated. <laughs> much appreciated. All right. So this young lady is 36 years old from Indiana. She is a singer, songwriter, actress. She's a... I mean, she can do vocals, drums, she can do the keyboard. She has been performing for a hot minute. What's that woman's name? It's not Alicia Keys. Nope. Janelle okay. Monet. Nope. Um, she's from where? Indiana. 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 She Indiana. is of the light skin variety. Carrie Hilson. No, she ain't light skin. I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I should say she in the high yellow variety. Mariah Carey. No. I do like Mariah, but she ain't 36. Oh, she is super old. I forgot about the age. First of all, you ain't going to do Mariah like that. That's my age shame. You're not going to do that. I'm the oldest one at the table right now. (laughs) But you ain't going to talk about Mariah like that. 37. Oh, dear. Um, one of her albums was called Soul Sister. Soul Sister. Another one was Unbelievable. Another one of hers was her actual first name. It's not Alicia Keys? Nope. She she's does R&B. She's still alive, right? Yes, she's still alive. And it's been um, the news. Y'all already know what's up. Um, in the news recently, 37. She is a gaggle of children. A hmm. gaggle of children. Um, was divorced when she was divorced by her husband while she was pregnant with his baby. And he got immediately mm. married to another woman. He's a singer. Huh? Wow. I mean, that sounds like um, a juicy life. I know I was going to say know this. Like, <laughs> some associated acts would be we Faith were, Evans, we were all Avant, we were Kanye all West. Oh, uh, Kiki Wyatt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, as soon as I said Avant, it's like, if y'all did not catch it, Avant is her. Kiki. Boom. The funniest one. Boom. Yes, I love a good humbleness. Boom. 
just okay. saw her on the shade room <laughs> driving <I> here. <laughs> yeah. Kiki White is currently in the news because she is recently married. Oh, congratulations. And pregnant. Double congratulations. Again. Uh, and she says, she she's got like eight or nine. It's ridiculous. Damn. Um, but she said that she has never felt more loved and more supported. That's awesome. So I'm, you know, I'm always for the glow up. So yes. I don't know nothing about Kiki. Other that than girl. Kiki, you love me. Uh, do you know that's about Kim Kardashian? I never that's knew that. Someone said that's what. But I don't know if that like is true? true. I don't know. If I, it's know true. I heard it wasn't true. Yeah. It was on like E News. Yeah. I feel like E News is true. Yeah. They do a lot of maybe. false reporting too. But not on E News. Uh. If it's not from TMZ, I don't trust it. <laughs> which is, first of all, you shouldn't be trusting TMZ. <laughs> I was gonna say, either. which is new because TMZ is now a. All right. Congratulations. Kiki. But not really. Uh, so mad. Oh, me. Oh, yay. <laughs> Why are you high-fiving her? You just lost you. Nicole. You just lost Nicole. <laughs> but we're still like, I'm rooting for her. She wins. We both win. I fight one. Mm. I'm right. taking one for the team. Even first, though we're, I know you guys me. got this before them. So let us know on our Facebook page. It's called All T No Shade. Let's go ahead and give our listeners shout out. Our listener shout out this week goes to Danielle Mento. She recently followed us on SoundCloud after listening to the Wildcard episode from last week. And so, yes, we are still on SoundCloud. We love SoundCloud. That's where we started. So you have multiple ways to listen to all Tino Shade podcasts. We are on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Ellipson, and Stitcher. Um, If you want to be or have the opportunity to be shouted out. On Altino Shade, detail and interact on our socials. L, what are our socials? Our socials are Facebook. We are Altino Shade. On Instagram, we are Altino Shade Podcast. And I actually think we have a, a Snapchat. Yeah, we do have a Snapchat. Snapchat me that but if we, it's cool. We, we <laughs> never use it, though. I know I ain't never snap. I need you to... Okay, you guys, I'm I'm challenging Jay to be no. on our Snapchat, Snapchat this week. Do y'all have Snapchat? Hopefully no. he posts inappropriate no. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't control... I, I'm on social media too much as is. You, you are. Know. I know how you do it. I can't do it. All right, let's go ahead and get into our weekly chicken. So how was everyone's week? Let's let the, our guests go first. Well, let's let the winner go first. Tanya, how was your week? Tana. Tana. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, the week has been very well, good. I'm, uh, we went to this thing. We were invited out to the Big Easy, which Big is my Easy. first time there. And it was ah. really nice. It was really a good time. So, Yes, um, good drinks. Very good drinks. Nicole, how was your week? <laughs> Uh, my week was great as well. Uh, I feel like it flew really fast, yes. and I was out with Tana and Jay celebrating too. It was crazy because we met a lot of your friends, and then after it was just we kept running into everybody, every more people, people yeah. that we knew exactly. Yeah. So, so that was fun. It was like a little reunion we had. It really was. They say Tampa is small, but I <laughs> you think don't realize how small it is until you go out and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, we all everybody we, I know. we all operate in the same like in circles, silos. Yeah. you know, and so especially when. You're looking for young professionals. Yeah. You kind of hang out in the same circles. And so when he walked in, they were like giving hugs. I was like, oh, damn. You already know, <laughs> you already know uh, JQ mm-hmm. and other people. And so you could have came out too. Yeah. But you was, in, you was in Chicago. I was in Chi-Town. That was how my week was. So you my dad cold. is, first of all. It's cold? I was not ready. It, it was 28. Six degrees. That's not cold. Oh, no, that's <laughs> and, but it felt like the because of the wind chill, 
like eight degrees. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So I could not, I could not deal. But my dad is a bird enthusiast, and oh. they had the National Bird Show. Oh my oh, god! Cool. Did you see some beautiful birds? Um, I did, and I also saw some canaries as well. Oh, canaries! Finches. I don't know what canaries are. It was awesome. <laughs> it was cold though. That's why I would not go back to Chicago or up north. I always want to go cold. in the summer. I love it in Chicago in August. Yeah. That's my favorite. But they said it was the record, like, record-breaking coldest it's ever been. Mm. It's I mean, it's snowed. still fall. It's, it's still fall. Snowed, it's not even, yeah, it's yeah. not even, yeah. like, winter, yet. winter yeah. Snowed. <laughs> Yikes. And I was like, oh, I see, can't. what we not going to do? <laughs> it's snow like, first thing in the morning. Oh, dear. And then I was driving because my dad's at this conference the whole day. So it's me. I'm there really to keep my mom company. Yeah. Because mm. they don't go anywhere without each other. Oh. 40 years, that's what it do to you. <laughs> and so I'm going to obviously be the one to drive instead of my mom. I'm like, I haven't driven in snow in so long. I was so oh, It's a big difference. It's a big difference yeah. for sure. Well, could you live in it again, or would you not be able to do... I couldn't do Chi-Town. I could probably go back to New York and okay. be fine. Yeah. I can I can deal... The thing with Chicago is the wind. Mm. Because, yeah. like, you can bundle up. You know, you can wear, like, a wolf, you know, full-length coat and be warm in New York in, when it's cold. Yeah. But, like, in Chicago, you can't get away from the cold because it's windy. It gets under your coat. Like, I, I think it was a comedian that was saying something to the effect of, like, you can't buy a jacket to go to Chicago. You have to buy a Chicago jacket for mm, Chicago. Like, it's that, that cold. Like, that <laughs> you can't, sense. yeah. I just want, like, That's a how. onesie, like, a jacket onesie that you always see in, like, those Alaska, oh. like, movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the only way you won't be cold because no. the... When can't get to you. Oh like, I have a pretty, my jacket comes past my knee. But mm. literally, the wind don't get, it's so they disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. It literally goes, it goes, straight through under, you. goes under your coat and it's like, hey, oh, that's what we doing? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't ever move back up north. I'm from Virginia, so I know the cold, but Chicago cold is definitely different. So, mm. next level kind of cold. How was your week, Jay? My week has been pretty good. I went and saw Ella May in concert last <gasps> really? Thursday. I hate yes. you so much. She was in Oh. So she was at UCF um, Homecoming oh. along with ASAP Ferg. Okay. And um, even though she's blowing up, she's like, she's not massive yet. Yeah. Right? yeah. So she was kind of like, she started off a concert. So she only did like six songs, but okay. they were great songs. Yeah. Like, really True. Good. Of course she did boot up and, I know. and whatnot, but she, it, it was good. I had a, I had a good time. Um, I probably won't do any more hip hop concerts. Really? <laughs> Even though I love hip hop, when you go to those concerts, the music is so loud. Mm-hmm. You don't get, you don't really hear what they're saying. You just hear the, you just hear the mumble. Yeah, like you hear the bass, you hear all the music, but you don't hear the lyrics. That sounds like sound problems. Yeah, I feel like that's just yeah. bad because yeah. I was at the Beyonce and Jay Z concert and, and he was clear as day. Yeah. It's probably right. It's yeah. like yeah. it. First of all, he was I. I'm a Beyonce stan, but Jay-Z killed that show. Like, yeah. killed that show. Oh, my. It was such a, like... I want to see Jay-Z in concert. I haven't seen it was concert. So, yeah. He's I saw so him in, good. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Oh, oh, that was, was an amazing... Oh, that was, yeah, many years yeah. ago. It was an amazing concert. Yeah. yeah, so my week was good. Um, outside of that, um, yeah. All right, so I guess we're going to do this. Why do you always do this? 
I guess we're gonna do this like you know whatever we can so, skip it so we're moving into that sounds familiar okay <laughs> that sounds familiar <laughs> so L is a little salty because she actually lost last week for the first Ew, time I didn't you didn't need to add that that yes, did not did. need to be included or added or whatsoever yes I did do y'all know how to play that sounds familiar uh I think so we're just guessing the artist you're guessing the artist or the name of the song okay I'm going to play five songs. Again, you are not in tandem. <laughs> okay. You are working against one another, and you're especially working against this young lady, you know L, to my, to my right. I didn't do all this for <laughs> who am I, okay? Well, I'm going to just step it up. So, uh, the songs can range anywhere from 90s to current, all right? Okay. Be fast on these songs. Don't pay no attention to L because she be a little competitive. <laughs> I need y'all to be competitive as I well. I need you to just back the hell on down. And Sippers, of course, you can find all these songs on all Tino Shade podcasts, Spotify, 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 Spotify. Come here with your Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify. Sound like a like a like a like a symptom or something. Come here, girl, with your Spotify. <laughs> Spotify playlist, but we do not own these songs. Spotify, 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 Spotify. That's too funny. We already been drinking, so. Sip, sip, sippers. All right, so this first song came out in 2015. You are now listening to the Future? No. Come on. I know the song. It's just not coming to me. Come on, Nicole. Now you know it. Panda, panda, panda. Designer? Designer. Oh, yeah. Panda first. Wow. Does it have to be the lyric? Wait, nope. wait, wait, what? Either or. The song name or the artist. Oh, yeah. okay. So you said Panda, the name of the song is Panda. It is? Okay, okay. All right. So you got I, that I part, right? I was like, I won, okay. So you got one, one. Out of five. Okay. So far. All right. So how tall is Designer? Oh, I'm I heard he was tall, like six. I'll say six four. Good guess. I did it good. Oh six, dear. He okay. is six four. Elle's giving me the eyes. You didn't text her. All the no. <laughs> no I didn't. Just, I really yeah, they was hanging out like yesterday, so <laughs> I feel like he's looking at me. Right, Nicole, you were supposed to be monitoring the situation. <laughs> I must have went to the bathroom when this <laughs> and all they went down. Notes. <laughs> we didn't. It was no setup. It was no setup. Is that Nicole, a normal question? <laughs> Lies and deception, y'all. There's no extra points for that. Okay. I want to recount. Can I, can I like call for a recount? recount? You Andrew Gilliam. <laughs> I do not concede. Mm-mm. I need a recount. One zip. One zip. All right. Second song came out in 2000. This is a good song, too. I don't think any of y'all are gonna get this one. Yeah, I don't think I know this Usher? one. No. Usher's my always my no. first choice no. when I don't Usher. know. Well, I mean, can he sing? <laughs> I know. Just dance right now. Just dance. Miguel. No, throw out some guesses. Two thousand. Common. Nope. I think if I hear the, the the person sing, you'll know it. Probably. You probably will. Here it comes. Pharrell. And Vogue, what's her name? Dawn. Lucy Pearl. Lucy Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Cool. I was like, I know that song. She is from In Vogue. She is I know, from but Invo. I was like, that's the wrong group. That's when it was like a three people who all got from different groups that got together, right? Absolutely. So that's my trivia question. So Lucy Pearl was supposed to be 
Raphael Sadiq, mm-hmm. a trap called Quest DJ, and one other major neo soul artist. Who do you think that last artist was supposed to be? Was neo supposed soul. to be? Yes, but he backed out. Uh, Maxwell? No. Hey, it's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> now she's dancing. <laughs> so it was D'Angelo. Oh, he need to do it because Lord knows we ain't hear from him. I know. <laughs> D'Angelo was supposed to be on the song, but for whatever reason, he backed out. Don't mess with my. All right, so we got one and one, and you're going to get this one. Have faith. <laughs> Have faith, Nicole. Have All faith. Right. So this next song, Sippers, hopefully you are ahead of them and you guessed before they did. But Lies and deception. That's okay. Mm-hmm. This song came out in 2006. Here we go. Justin Timberlake. I don't know who said it first. I think it was all the same. All right, we yeah. you a new one. I mean, that's like the most iconic know, right? song. Yeah, it was a great song, but all y'all said it at the same time. And I was prepared for that because I actually added a bonus. Okay, so we'll tie. So you're officially on the board, Nicole. (laughs) So is it a tie or is it like? We'll just say, well, everybody everybody gets a point. Everyone gets a point. So Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake broke up in 2011, but got back together shortly after. What year did they get married? They broke up in 2011. What year did they get married? I don't know. 2013. I'm the worst with stuff. I can't <laughs> tell you my own anniversaries. I can't tell people other people's anniversaries. They got married in 2012. Oh, oh, the next year. The next Jeez. year. So they broke up for whatever reason, got back together, and decided. Oh, that's oh, when you okay. know. Like, that's when you break up and you're like, you know what? We finna do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucked up. Let's go. Like, let's yeah. do this thing. All right. So next song came out in 2012. One of my favorite songs. Pour up, drink. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ew, you're losing. You can losing. literally stop that. <laughs> you're going to piss me off. Drink. It's a good time to drink. Hold That's on. right. Let's drink. Let's drink. It's two. It's two. Drink. Two. Two. Zip, two one. So, what is Kendrick Lamar's last name? His, his real name is Kendrick Lamar. That's his first and middle. Who do you think his last name is? Let me Google it. His last name is Duckworth. Oh, okay. Maybe That's a weird yeah, last name. Okay. Duckworth. All right, so what's the score? Two, one, and one, right? Oh, you better focus. You gotta get in this this thing. All right, so good job. Next song. If you win this one, you are the winner. If you guess this before everyone else, you are the official winner. Okay. But y'all need this just to stay in it. <laughs> this is a pop. Well, the artist is popular. I don't know if y'all go know the song. So this song came out in 1997. Who y'all talking to, man? Oh, Biggie Smalls. Check it out. <laughs> it Check is it Biggie out. Smalls. Good guess. Oh, that was it. I thought there was oh, no. I, no, that was it. Oh, okay. oh. I was gonna say Biggie, but I didn't think it was his, his song. song. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually his song. Oh, okay. It came out in 1997. You know, the name of the song though? No, no. I just know the voice. Name of the song that I got a story to tell. Oh, okay. And so, uh, so why did Biggie Smalls change his hip hop name to Notorious B.I.G.? How do you think he changed his name? Was there a gangster, we, he gangster went, named Notorious? 
Well, uh, he, his first name was Biggie Smalls when he first came out. And then he changed it to Notorious B.I.G. So, the name Biggie Smalls came from a 1975 movie called Let's Do It Again. In it, Biggie Smalls, played by Calvin Lockhart, was the leader of a gang. It wasn't long before Lockhart sued, and Biggie was forced to change his official name. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. So, he didn't want Biggie to have the name Biggie Smalls. And so, after that, he changed it to Notorious B.I.G. All right, so it is 2-2. Two, two. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> this one is for all the marbles. Look, no pressure. No pressure. Pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no need pressure. You to win. And actually, if you guess this, you can do an extra tiebreaker because there'll be two across the board. <laughs> oh, dear. So no pressure on you either. All right. So I was waiting for this. So we'll see if who wins it. So this song came out in 2007. And you need, you need to know the artist, not the name, is for this one. Why? You can't change the rules mid-section. I'm changing it right now. No, you can't, nigga. Trey Songz. Yay! I've never heard this song in my life. All right, so Tana, she killed it yeah. in both games, and she's killing it in the drink. I oh, know. the drink is gone. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad you won. Congratulations. Thanks. You have come into the house and defeated and Elle. took over. Oh, no. You took over. So L is lost two weeks in a row. L's gonna be okay. I will be fine. Okay. So where's Trey Songs from? Virginia. There you go. He's from two up, two down. My home state, Virginia, Petersburg, Virginia. Congratulations to Makeup, Breakup, and Martini. I will give you some credit, Nicole, because you were you were participating and you're our team. All right, ladies. Are you ready to be in the hot seat? The seat of hotness. They came in. They were a little nervous. Yeah, we, we are. We've never been on this side, side of, of the, yeah, of the podcast. Well, we're excited to have you on. I know. We're excited to be here. Yes. We don't have many um, podcasts here in Tampa, so uh, it was good to find other podcasts blowing up and trying to do great things. So tell us about your podcast, Makeup, Breakup, and Martini. What is it all about? First of all, I love the like look that you guys just had. It's like <laughs> the look I have with like Jay or Tony. It's like, all right, how are we going to finesse and finagle this? Go ahead. Uh, it's funny because I can look at Tana and I already know what she thinking. <laughs> she's thinking is like, <laughs> you speak. Yeah. That's what That's she's what telling me. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that look was? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so basically I was coming out of divorce and she was in the dating world. And so I was, um, in a marriage that was one year, but we were together for 11 years. Okay. So this was like before tender bumble and all of that. So, uh, sorry. So Tana was trying to explain to me like the dating apps that are out there and social Mm -hmm. media. I've Mm -hmm. never been a part of social media. I, I always kept myself private. So it's just weird how people can just dm you and ask you out or you you have so much access and um you actually going out meeting people is uncommon and i i love organic meetups so but it's so we're just talking about like dating in today's society and what's um like how to date and finding red flags Right, because I like I hear so many stories from my friends about how they have bad dating experiences and I had bad dating experiences and nobody no, really okay. shares. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really talks about it. And I was blogging at the time and then it was like, Well, let's do this podcast so that everybody can kinda give their experiences and we can ask questions, like we can ask guys. Like, what's the thought process mm-hmm. on what happened, you know, in this date or what you did wrong and uh, vice versa. We can ask 
women about what they did or have been through or done wrong in relationships so yeah so it's it's been fun we've been interviewing a lot of people everybody has their own like perspective on things and how they date so it, it's we found out like it's really fun and we love being open now because a lot of people so just, much and I mean in, in such a short time of interviewing people we've learned like some of the things that we probably have done wrong so what's past. your worst or most interesting date <laughs> she I has the best so stories many. Uh, I, I know I told this one uh, probably our very first episode. I went on a date and we were meeting up from Tinder. And I love Tinder. Love Tinder. This was a while ago. Um, and he canceled on me first. Then we rescheduled for like the next day. And um, I got there. He was running like 30 minutes late. And I was sitting at the table by myself. He finally mm-hmm. shows up and uh, we order drinks. And as soon as he orders his drink, he goes, I'm going to come right back. What? Right. So I, at the time, I'm not, there's no other clues that like what's going on. So I'm sitting there and I probably waited for another 20 minutes or more until I finally text him. And I asked like, what, what happened? And he's like, I'm so sorry. I had to leave. I just got out of a relationship and I can't do this. And I was like, so when were you going to tell me this? So I had to like walk wow. out but like be on the phone and act like I just wasn't sitting there for like 45 minutes by myself. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Wow. Yeah, that trash. was Yeah. He's trash. That's a bitch move. Yeah, that was terrible and I I just I never followed up and tried to figure out what happened. It just was like, I don't know. Yeah, you just cut, you you <laughs> like just call black. that like winning in that situation. Yeah, like, like, how do you the, the audacity to just up and leave though? I mean, just you could have I mean, the grown adult thing which is easier I think than that is just saying, hey, this like coming I'm to you ready. straight, like, hey, I thought that I was ready, but like being on this actual date, I realized I'm not ready. Like, yeah. can I pay for your drink? And right, and or like, pay for my drink that I just for, ordered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I pay for the drink <laughs> that I just you know? Ordered, and I'm yeah. so sorry for wasting your time. If you want, we can still sit and chat and like right. on a friend vibe. But right. like, I just realized I'm not emotionally there. I've done that before. Yeah, like I literally date, did that just... recently. It did not go well though. <laughs> I was being like, I mean, you know, truth is one of those things that people want it, and but they don't want it. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean they I mean, they don't want it when it's not what they want. Want to hear? Yeah. yeah. I think you could finish out the date. You can, in the yeah. middle of the date, realize, okay, this is just not for you, and then finish out the date. Because really, a first date, all you're doing is sitting down, it's talking, out. yeah. Right. So what's the big deal? It's like deal? an interview. It's like, yeah, it's not time. a big deal. So yeah. that, that almost kind of leads me to believe that he was doing something else shady. Like, yeah. Right. You know I, mean? I think there was something. Yeah. That was, he came in in like a trench coat, and it was weird. The whole thing was weird. Yeah. <laughs> guys, are, guys are dramatic, though. It's so a, weird. Do you have a story like that? Or not like that? Or it could be a great date. Well, it was a great date. Um, I don't want to hear about no damn great date. <laughs> I want to hear don't about the fun ones. <laughs> don't have them. Um, <laughs> um, I can't... I don't really have any... I mean, I have a lot of bad ones, but I think this one's my favorite. So, uh, Tana and I, we went to New Orleans, and I was like, you know what? Everybody... I meet a lot of people on Tinder, and they're from out of town. I was like, let me try yeah. it. And uh, not like I had any big hopes to do a long distance. I'm like, let me just see what you this is about. You just to be a whole life right quick. Ain't no wrong. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dot miles. It's a dot, swear. So um, I matched with this one guy, and he seemed really like obsessive. He was dying to meet me, but we had plans to like go places and do stuff. And then there was one day um, he was like, hey, I'm going to go to a rooftop bar. 
And but her and I wanted to go to a restaurant and we wanted to try this jazz spot. So I was like, well, I'll hit you up later. So what ended up happening was um, her and I were going to the rooftop bar yeah. and I text him like, hey, I'm on my way. And he's like, oh, my God, I didn't think you were going to show up. So I invited somebody else. But it's OK. <gasps> he literally I, I think I still saved this text message because it was my favorite. He's like, it's OK. Just still show up. And I'll pretend like we're friends. Wow. And you can say, you're oh. my sister. Yeah. And he had this all Damn, planned out guys. just so he could meet me. And I died laughing because, because I did want to try it out just to see how it was going to play out. <laughs> I mean, but we didn't. Yeah. But. yeah. Wow. That is pretty good. That, that's still my... I think that's my favorite. I'm yeah. so reckless, though. I would have went in there and, like, crunched him or something. Or, like, would have went in there and like, Sat hey, the girl, <laughs> let me save you some time. Right? Like, no, I probably would have. Yeah. I would have wanted to see how it played out and then told her at yeah. the end. But, I, I mean, we didn't end up going, so. Yeah. How did y'all two meet? So, we um, actually met through our exes. So, um, I was dating my ex. She was with her husband at the time. Um, and they were friends. And they would always hang out. And we started just hanging out together. And every time we um, like weren't seeing them, I was like, oh, my God, we want to hang out again. Let's hang out again. And then I started breaking up with my ex. And she was like my support. And I would call her and we'd hang out. And then when she started breaking up with her ex, it was a, it was a reverse. Mm. And so then we just turned into best friends. And they actually <laughs> turned into best like friends those as well. Friends that like have rotating girlfriend or boyfriends. Yeah. So uh, when I was with my ex together for 11 years so he would have his guy friends and it was like i never really wanted to get attached to the girlfriends because yeah. they were in rotation it was yeah. like i would meet another one the next day but um yeah her ex she was there for a while and you i could just tell like she had a good heart so yeah. we connected i don't think i'll have i'm not friends with any of my my ex i'm facebook facebook friends some of my ex's friends, but like I don't know if I could ever become friends, like oh, I am. friends. Yeah, it's because it's that question when your friends break, break up. up. Yeah. Do you yeah. break up with yeah, them? Or, and that was yeah. like one of my fears. I was like, yeah. once I break up with him, I'm not gonna be able to see her anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know. It's, so. it, but it's a it's a thing. You it's a real thing though. It you, is. A, it, who wins the, the always friends? Say, who wins the friends and the divorce? Even yeah, if you're not divorcing, right? Because right? right. it's a real thing. Because it's it's very difficult to both stay friends. Like, right. I have two friends right now who have split but they're like in the core group mm. so we like go on vacations together See? we go like like you know di like party night or game night they're coming and it's like do you invite one not the other you invite both oh. but then it's awkward, it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> especially when they start dating other people and bringing them right and then so it's just like this super like weird space where you yeah. you're you eventually just have to pick have one to pick a side. yeah and i don't think it's a per i don't think it's um, purposeful. No. But it's like whichever one has the least amount of drama is generally who the one I you tend have to, to attract to. Yeah, right. I tend to attract to. Right. Like the one who's like, I can't believe it, and <laughs> like I can't believe you're talking. And the one who's the creating drama in the friend group, it's like this you, is awkward. But you and I need go. you to chill. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, and the truth is, some people you meet certain people so you can meet other people, right? right. Yeah, so I, I think that like, truly was yeah. what happened with us. It was like, okay, that was meant to happen. Mm -hmm. Like they created. Our yeah, friendship, so people want to people want to block other people's blessing because mm -hmm. they they don't think, oh you can't be, you can't be friends with them or you can't date that person because you went on one date. I'm like you went on one date. You're gonna tell your other friend that you can't date this one person who you had no emotional connection with, no physical connection with, all you no kissing, no nothing, and so you didn't like him. So, but your your girl do. 
I, so I think if you say no, then I think there was something more. That's what I was because I'm like I I've I have friends who we've dated the same guys, but it's like we both like went on a date with them. Yeah. And okay. I was like, oh no, I'm I'm straight. Like if you want go, ahead, go ahead, boo. Like, Absolutely. I don't care. And then yeah. they got into a serious relationship Absolutely. and and, then and they were meant to be and we clearly were not. And yeah. so yeah. I don't I feel like if if there's tension there, if there's like I don't want you to date them, then I think that there was more emotional, more, more emotional. Yeah. Maybe like she liked him more, or mm-hmm. he liked her more than he really let out, and he the other person was the one to say, "Nah, I'm straight." But I'm then as, as, after a certain point, you're kind of hating if you're not letting your the guy Absolutely. go. Like you're not with him anymore. Exactly. So let him go. But I honestly think that you have to do what's best for your emotional self. And yeah. so I think you, I'm in this like selfish place in terms of like emotions. Like mm-hmm. you have to do what you feel is best. So if you have a good friend and maybe you really like this guy for a minute, you were crushing and you had a one date and the date you thought went well, but he clearly like didn't like it and, and maybe like didn't ghost you, but like kind of let you all soft. And then your friend wants to date him, but you know you have feelings for him or that you feel some type of way. If you give her the pass and then y'all are all hanging out all the time, that you're like, awkward, yeah. that is awkward, it's yeah. like a breeding, <laughs> a breeding ground for like jealousy and envy and for drama. Yeah. And so sometimes I think you have to, if you really feel like there's emotional connections, then you tell your friends no. Mm. But if you don't, like if you don't do, if you're doing it just because you dated them and you like, you know, it's like I... I licked them first. <laughs> what? Yeah, Hopefully you haven't had sex with them because that changes the whole thing. That changes everything. It yeah. changes Once everything. You have physical intimacy with someone, that yeah. changes. It's like the whole dynamic. The whole. Yeah. Di- there's no going back from that one. Yeah. But like you know, like I I I dibbed you first. Right. I wanted to say dibs, but I said lick. But that's <laughs> that's how I, I claim ownership. <laughs> I licked you first. My germs. I licked you first. <laughs> so. Fine. Um, how has doing the podcast? makeup breakup martinis helped you in your personal lives uh i can say i'm definitely a lot more um open and vocal i'm I'm very shy which most people don't believe uh but speaking to other people and networking it's helped me confidence wise and um networking wise getting to know other people and just coming Mm -hmm. out of the shell and i think it's very good to be open because i'm an introvert so it is good to break out of that whole shell so i think that's the biggest thing that I've gained out of it personally, gotcha. um, personal growth. And this is Nicole. Um, same thing. It's it's a personal growth. Uh, the more that you s- tell your um, experience, uh, we have people like DM us all the time and they're like, oh, I can relate to Slide Tana. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I can relate to Tana. I can relate to Nicole. But it's nice to feel like you're not alone in a certain um situation Situation. but it's also this was also great for us because yes networking and plus it's just you know you're starting to open doors for all opportunities out there not Mm -hmm. just a podcast what can this lead elsewhere so i was trying to think about how we got started and how it helped helped us and i know for me it it has helped me i tend to talk very fast so i have to talk really slow we're the opposite yeah. yeah, we talk very slow, and you got to speed up. Of, yeah, the uh, tempo is important. The tempo, yeah, is. and we had to learn in the very beginning that yeah. that our tempo was not where it needed to be, mm-hmm. and so you have to learn how to adjust, how to not talk too long. Mm-hmm. But for me, I had to learn how to talk clearly, slowly, and just be more precise with my conversation. What's your socials? Yes. How can people get in contact Essential. with you? <laughs> the Makeup Breakups page? Yeah. Um, you can follow us on IG at Makeup Breakups and 
martinis. Uh, uh-huh. You have to spell and. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's spelled out. Makeup, breakups, and martinis. And when do your episodes come out? Uh, we come out every Wednesday. Weekly. Wednesday. Weekly. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. And where are you? Which um, platforms are you on? So we are on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Anchor, SoundCloud. Pretty much all major platforms. That's what's up. We're definitely excited to have you on for the rest of the show. Glad to have you on here. Zippers, make sure you go ahead and check out one of their episodes. Show Tampa support. Yes, thanks so much. Follow them, subscribe to them, share that ish. Yes. Yeah, if you have yeah. a topic you want for us to talk about, you can always DM us and we'll definitely Slide. have a guest and bring it up. Yeah. Perfect. All right. What we got next, y'all? I mean, I'm tired of introducing this thing. Thing. <laughs> I ain't doing it no more. You, what's up next, Jay? Next up, we have the main sip. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. The main sip. It's going to be a great topic. We're, going to, we're talking about friendships. We're talking about everything friendships. From how do you maintain them? What's your expectations? Um, why do people jump around in different friendships and everything? So we're gonna talk about it. I think the first thing I want to talk about, okay, because I think it's the most, it's the most controlling factor or the most like operative thing, is expectations. Like, mm. what are your expectations in your friendships, and or do you have them? I think in the beginning, it you should go into it with no expectations. If you have expectations, you're going to fail. And um, so when me and her became friends, like we just, it was more like finding a common interest. Okay, we like to do these things. And it was little by little. And then we built up. Um, well, how long have we been friends? I don't know, like five, seven? A Over five years. Time. Long like ass time. <laughs> but, <laughs> five, seven. <laughs> but we really just kept our friendship like basic, simple. And then life will throw experiences on you and it's just to help you grow Mm -hmm. but i feel like those experience you'll see who your friends are like if they show up when you have a problem it's like all right these are the people who i can count on and the people that don't you know they're where they stand yeah my core is loyalty that's like the first thing i look for in a friend yeah you know you want someone that you believe is going to be loyal and um yeah, that's the most important is first that a, thing. Is that an expectation you put in the very beginning, though, of, is loyalty? Well, you have to build trust, and um, that's through experience. But yeah. I think there are signs where you can kind of start to see if if what you're putting out is being reciprocated. Absolutely. So I'm going to be loyal. I'm going to be there if I want to see that reciprocated in some kind of way. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I am not of the idea that you come in with no expectations because I don't walk out of my door and I don't, I have expectations for strangers. Like, you know what I mean? And whether or not they adhere to them or follow them, you know, that's on them. But like, I expect you to respect me. You know, I expect you to be honest and have integrity uh, and expect you to be loyal. If I'm going to call you my friend, I need to, like, at some level, hope and pray and wish that, like, if somebody's going to talk crap, about me that you're not going to be like yes girl perfect example you know that's, what perfect. that's what i'm saying like loyalty like if we're going to get to that level of calling each other friends i keep mm-hmm. being up the mics too it's all good if we get to the level of calling each other friends then i think that loyalty factor should be something that should be there you know if i'm not around what are you saying about me yeah you know, yeah can i trust Oh, go ahead no go ahead Nicole. we're just so her and i are just so private and then we 
that when we get to know somebody, we really don't open up until we see those qualities in you right. in someone. And it's like, okay, I can tell they're a loyal person. Now I can go a little bit deeper. But I know she's been burned bad in the past with friends. Yeah. So yeah, her guard's way up. <laughs> I always tell people that you should date your friends. The same way you would date the person that you that you want to try to get to know, you should date your friends. You need to, right. someone, if you see someone in a, in a social setting that you think is a good-ass person, you need to say, hey, let's get, let me get your number, and let's hang out. Let's Look, go spend right. time. Don't say this is going to be my friend from the jump, right. you don't know. Yeah, right. you, you don't know who you, they you are. Don't know. Right. So you right. need to date them the same way you date your friends. Like, I need to know what your well, life's about. Well, I don't date my friends, you. but... I think me and Nicole kind of feel way you like date we date the people you're yeah. interested in. Oh, no, well, you know, kind of a really, or a friendship is like a relationship. Like you're right. dating. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a relationship You're growing together love. or you're growing apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, I think what, what I expect is just, I'm a very... I don't let a lot of people into my circle. And so when I let you in my circle, I really need you to be, like you said, loyal. Mm-hmm. I need you to to be transparent, mm-hmm. right? It's like, because I'm a transparent person. Or right. my, with my friends, they say, Jay, what's going on? I'm saying, look, this is the shit I'm dealing with right now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm super stressed out. And they going through something. I, I don't want to feel like that I'm the only one right. putting it all on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we kind of talked about this last um episode but another thing about expectation we all have like pretty standard expectations they're like human rights human mm-hmm. being expectations right but I mean how many times have we been burned or we've seen relationships burn up because friends have um, inappropriate or excessive expectations on their friends like for me I ha- had a blow up with a friend like oh, somebody I really considered my friend uh, and I was going through something emotional I was breaking up with a dude and dude. a dude um and it had just happened like mm. that night and I, yeah. we were all going to a social setting and i was like you i was visibly upset mm-hmm. but i couldn't talk about it and she got mad at me for not being able to share i got you mm. <laughs> that's funny right because the expectation is i tell you everything about me mm, right and now here you are you won't tell me about you and to me that was like you're not respecting my process you're not respecting that everybody isn't the same like right. i am very i have to first deal with it internally. individually yeah. internally before you can i can share share yeah. out so loud. that's like I'm the, the same way the thing with nicole is and with us is she's learned how i am mm-hmm. and like vice versa that she knows that I'm gonna not say anything and I'm gonna act like everything's okay so she won't push she'll wait for me to say something yeah. or, or come out so that's one thing too when you get to a different level of friendship your friend should know like okay this is how she's gonna deal with it mm-hmm. I'm not gonna push her or what you know I'm gonna wait until she's ready it's, and like in your case you said it was that night so yeah. like whatever you know like whatever you want to do i'm gonna be okay with it because i understand that you're going through something that just happened and it goes back to the same things like i said similar to dating like dating your friends right if you're dating somebody and they y'all had an argument you might want to talk about it right then and there but they're not ready to talk about it right then right they need a day to process it like you know what i'm not ready but when i am ready we'll talk about it and the same thing with your friendship like you know if you're not ready to talk about what happened you got to respect that space, right. you know. But at the same time, I I get I can kind of understand where your friend came from, coming coming from. It's mm-hmm. like I'm like, your friend. I'm your friend, and I tell you about my life, about all my sh- struggles, and then here here you are. I want to be there for you, yeah. but you you're not telling me. Yeah. And it feels and like, I it feels like say, you're not being real, but yeah, you are. I will say in that time she was going through a lot, so she was 
disclosing a lot to me. Like, like you know, I was being someone there to support her. Mm-hmm. And so, but I just, I feel like you have to, at some level, know who you're dealing with and respect that everyone, and this is something that I can say now older, because I think when I was younger, I had certain expectations like, oh yeah, you tell me everything because I tell you everything. Right. And, you know, if I do something this way, like I show you my love or I show you my appreciation by like doing A, B, and C. And if you don't do exactly A, B, and C, then you're not appreciating me. Right. When I don't, you, it's easy to look over with F, G, and H. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm at the point in my life where I realize that I have my base expectations. Right. But like, I overall try to give my friends the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so my, like I said, well, when I just meet someone, I don't have any expectations. I got to start off slow and there's mm-hmm. a process, but of course, like, you know, respect. I mean, that's just, to yeah. me, that's just a given. Right. If I say, if I, I, this is what I learned in life. If I have so much, I love hard. So yeah. if I have so many expectations it, someone always fails me somehow. Like yeah. they, they might mark out everything, but this one thing that I included that I expected from them, they're yeah. not going to give so it to me. So what did I do, Nicole? Not <laughs> <you>. <laughs> just, but I think, I think that's just God being like, stop it. Just be more humble. Don't expect so much. Just be in the moment. And but everybody fails everybody. I think that's something Absolutely. that we over expect too, that people are going to be perfect. Yeah. And if you love hard, then you hurt so, so much easy. once you feel you like hurt. they, yeah. Right. They, they don't bring cool you what you need to that. I don't know. It was, it's like, um, it's not that you're not going to be hurt by people. You just have to find, find the, the right, right people, people to, that you're willing to be hurt by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's people true. will hurt you. It, it, that's human We're nature. Human. Absolutely. You right. know? And so you just have to find the people you're willing to be hurt by. Right. <laughs> essentially. And I think it's important for us, uh, for the tippers as well to understand that like, we can't, it's unfair to place high expectations on the people, right? It's like, you need to be who you are. Right. For example, if you're a person who, who likes to buy your friend stuff, or when you when they coming over, you think about all the other things. Oh, let me get them a uh, a blanket because I know they're gonna be cold. Everyone's not gonna shout think out that to way. Jay. No <laughs> edit. Every right. time I go That's to his right. house, and that blanket, is, right. he is prepped for me because I get cold so quick. He be like, "Here you go." I keep my, I keep my apartment on seventy. Degrees, I can't so. deal. Oh. I can't deal. But everyone's not like that though. Yeah. And so when someone doesn't do what we do for them, right. We get upset or we get bothered, but we can't get bothered. We need in friendships. Whoever you are and whatever you enjoy doing, you just need to do it and not expect that back. Yeah. Right. Because people aren't going to be able to give you everything that you do because that's not who they are. Right. Right. I could say for me, like, there's other factors that come in play for me. So I'm not overly affectionate and I don't really know how to, like, show affection sometimes or say, like, I love you and stuff like that. So, yeah, you guys oh, should no, see if us giving, a, us giving us each other a hug. Oh. It's, so it's so awkward. awkward. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, okay, we're like, oh, you trying to in and out. Like, I just sort of, we need the Will Smith handshake. Right. Who does not like Who's that? I don't know who I'm looking at. I'm not going to look at it. Okay. I love affection. <laughs> you don't like saying like the words or the affirmations. I, right. I don't like affirmations yes. right. at all. I love affection though. I'm weird. I I, I can feel it, but show it is kind of hard. But you you have to get to know me to know yeah. that I'm showing you affection. And so I think um, with our friendship, me and Nicole, she's learned that I can be awkward. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <Can we> all? <laughs> so it's like you know, but you make up for it on other in other ways. So I might do something else that's really like nice but the whole hug thing might be 
not sure he's not going to be. See, I'm a, I'm a hugger too. Yeah, he I is. like hugs. Make like sure you give her a big hug I on the way hugs. out. I give her hugs. So what what do what does it take to sustain a healthy friendship? You think though, like what is like the bare minimum? Like latitude. Latitude. What do you mean? Um, it's so funny because. I have. I'm tend to be. I have a busy schedule. It's just that's just how I'm a busy bee. I I gotta blame it on myself because I I allow myself to get entangled, and so if you are one of those people like friends who can't deal with like there being gaps in time that we don't see each other, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's not gonna work. Like I I I have a friend who legitimately is mad at me all the time because mm-hmm. like. She doesn't even live in the city, in the state, though. It makes no sense. But she's mad because I haven't come and visited her. Yeah. And I'm just like, girl. We're still friends. We still, fr- like, call yeah. me. We can Skype. You yeah. know? <laughs> well, I, th- I think part of that is probably, I know we probably all have read The Five Love, the five love Languages. Yes. Right? And going back to friendship, friendships are relationships. Our right? relationships. Yeah. They yeah. apply so the same way. They apply the same way. So that friend probably is someone who wants that quality time. But. It's not getting that quality time. So they don't feel like they have the same level of friendship anymore. I got into an argument with one of my friends because he was making time with other people, ah. and but not with me. Every time mm. I was trying to like meet up with him, he was too busy. Mm. And so we got into a little altercation. I know he's going to be listening to this. <laughs> but shout I, out to whoever you are. <laughs> shout out to Cole. But I, think hey, Cole. but I feel like I would always tell him, it's, you make time for the people that's important. So I, I agree. I do yeah. agree with that. So if we're if we have a close friendship like him and I think we have, then make time for me. And I'm not asking for a whole lot. But I think sometimes too, as we get older, we have busy lives and we yeah. have things that we're managing. And I think balancing a friendship and having that understanding that other things may come before yeah. us hanging out all the time or talking all the time and still being able to be a, be friends. Like maybe I might hear from you four times a year, but we're yeah. still friends. It doesn't mean we're not yeah. friends. You know, I think that's something that I think people have to learn how to juggle. It's latitude. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like giving yeah. your friends the benefit of that. That's my, I changed my answer. My change, my answer is the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. And I just think this is the human beings. Like you'll be wrong sometimes. Yes. But I'd rather be wrong and, you know, find out the, like, find out like somebody was not that good than be like, right. I don't know. I just, yeah. I want to give my friends the benefit of the doubt. I want to say, they're saying they're busy. I want to say they're bu- like, I, okay, you're busy, boo. I, I have friends like, from high school and I've been in Tampa eight years and they still invite me to holidays, baby showers, all yeah. those things. But we don't talk every day, but we still are like, that's still and when a you core click up, friend. Right. It's like, like we just, nothing, nothing happened. And it's just an understanding that you know, we have lives and families and jobs and we live in different cities, but we're still friends and I'm going to invite you to my wedding and you're going to, you know, vice versa. vice versa. So that's one of those things that you have to understand. I wonder if a lot of it as being adults, though, is like we we think we are busier than we really are. Right. It's like especially if you incorporate how much time we spend on social media. It's like I could actually call my friend and just in this time. I'm on scrolling on Facebook for an hour or whatnot. And that one text or that one phone call can make a, make a world of a difference. Right. But I know for me, to sustain a healthy relationship, I want my friends to just show up. Right? Mm. Show up for me in my good times. Show up show and up show out. My, <laughs> yeah. Show up in my bad times when I need you. Be there. If I call you, call me back for the same day reply. 
Right. Call, text me back in the same day. Oh. That's, a, that's some shade right oh. there, y'all. No, no, As he looked not. at me, text no. me back. I'm a terrible texter. No, so I'm just saying, like, just show up for me because if my if my friend called me and and I knew they were struggling with something. Like I'm going to call them back. I want to be there for your big events, your small events, mm-hmm. your struggles. When you when you when you don't want to talk, and you just want to be beside me, just because you want my energy. Just I want to just show up, Aww. and that's what it takes for me. Because that's what I'm giving, right? So, right. But yeah. Yeah, I think for me it's communication, and it is kind of like I don't know, oxymoron. No. Kind of, because I'm really bad with communication. I'm getting better with my communication. Mm -hmm. But it is important um, because people can take things the wrong way if you're not communicating how you feel. And and I think I've learned this this past year that um, people will just assume things. And you have to really learn how to just break down how you're feeling. Tell me. I'll tell you. We can talk about it and then get over it versus... Now you have a grudge or you have a perception of what happened mm-hmm. and we're not talking about it and then we can't get past it. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a big thing for me. When you fight with your friends, but y'all don't you you don't know that you're fighting. Right. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so why Wait, you mad at me? Right. I don't, I don't know what happened and yeah. why we're here and yeah. so I think that's a big thing. Um I, I know I need to do better with communicating and saying what's going on or is there something going on? But yeah, definitely. I mean, there's some days where I, honest God, I my friends text me and I see the text and <laughs> I don't mean. reply. Like I don't feel like replying, which is which is a little bit selfish, I guess, in the, in that regard. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just like <laughs> I don't want to talk right now. Like I just want to do mindless activities. Or I want to do something else. Like my mom just texted me uh, yesterday. She was like, "Can you take your sister to, to work?" Tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. I saw the text. I did not reply. <laughs> like, I didn't reply. But then they see you on IG. Your mama? So what do you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then t- they see you. And then like, she ask your mama going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and then she hit me today. It was like, please reply, reply to the text. Yeah. And then I replied. I was like, look, I thought my sister could, her car was so drivable. She got in an accident recently. Yeah. And oh, I was see, just like. Now then, that, yeah. I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm no. saying you should have replied. You should have communicated. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm I know not. I can say I'm the worst. I'm not perfect. I'm really, really bad with communication. Yeah. That's why I said it's like weird that I'm saying communication, but I understand now how that plays a role, not communicating yeah. well, and you know, your friend's not communicating back. And some friends, some friends want to talk. And Yeah, and you, you got to respect that. Absolutely. And, I, and it's weird because I think that women talk more so than to their friends than what guys do. Like, I remember a time in high school, I used to talk to my, my homeboys all the time. Mm-hmm. But now, as a grown-ass man, like, I could tell you, I can count on my finger how many people actually call me as, as from a, a man perspective. You know what it's I mean? It's weird, though, because the older you get, I feel like, is the more you just rely on your significant other to be Absolutely. your... Your voice. Your friend. Like, your confidant. <laughs> your confidant. Yeah. yeah. It's, I was watching this... Um, Thing on Netflix is called the 90s mm-hmm. and they were talking about the show Friends and mm-hmm. the creator was saying um, Friends no is, creator. The, no no not me I said there was no creator of Friends, oh, a friend. they <laughs> stole that from <laughs> Living Singles <laughs> that's true oh that is true I remember yeah. hearing that um, but the lady I don't know I think she was a the thief there, there you go <laughs> 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 sorry I feel some type of way about that continue on yeah <laughs> but she said friends was about a time in your life where where you defend depend on your friends more than family. And I think sometimes that's where I am at this point where I'm not as close to my family, but my friends are the ones that are going to show up if I need something or if I, yeah. you know. And so I have a very select 
few, just one, Nicole, yeah. <laughs> who I depend on like that. But yeah. it is important at, at a certain time in your life. Like when when you're not with your significant other, you don't ha- you haven't met your partner. That is your, you know, your family. And then it turns into your significant other. And then, you know, you have to rebalance your friendship to where they play their it role. Work out, right. Um, yeah. Which is why there's so much confrontation. So can we talk about that? Yeah. The confrontation between your best friends and your man slash woman. Oh, I, I was about to ask you. That was the exact question I'm about to ask you. Okay. Good, good she job. Good transition. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah, look at us. He worked. <laughs> Make the dream work. Oh, I didn't say mine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what about me? I was trying to jump in. All right. Get it. All right. Get before it. we do this. No, sorry. So uh, I feel like I have a lot to say, but I think for females, it would be no judgment because when you're telling who you are and your Mm. stories, I remember I told like Tana the deepest, darkest secret and she's told me as well. I'm playing. You gotta put time in. <laughs> just not gonna give it up for free. Hey. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> I gave you your moment back. <laughs> but um and I felt like there was no judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember telling some other people that I've known longer than Tana and I could feel the, the judgment. The judgment. Yeah. I could just see it in their face, and I was like, I'm being judged right at this moment. But mm-hmm. plus, that creates a lot of jealousy with the females, and sometimes you have to watch out for that. So I've done that, too. I've talked to, I've told somebody, you know, something about me, and um, it was too soon. That's where mm-hmm. I learned that you have to build that trust. Absolutely. So it took me five years to tell Nicole <laughs> yeah. to open up. But I realized that you can't. You, you have to really take that time to build that trust with somebody before you can tell. Because... Honestly, nowadays, people are waiting to use that against you. As that's, soon as they get mad, they want to do that. And, then, and turn around and say, oh. Don't, don't tell nobody nothing you don't, that you don't want them to use against you. Exactly. Yeah. And now I'm to a place where I'm, I'm going to tell my own stuff. I got my podcast. <laughs> I'm telling them myself. So. Yeah. Hey. But at the same time, my friends, you know, I want to be able to trust you with whatever I've been through and not feel judged. So. Yeah, the no judgment thing, I think I think Elle will tell you, like, that's my philosophy. Like, I... Do not judge my friends on their on their past life, their sexual life, whatever that's going on. I want you to be the best version of you possible. And right. So whatever you tell me, I'm not judging. I'm not judging you. I might say, "Yo, that's fucked up." Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Facts. But I'm like, <laughs> and I'll come up to that, yeah. you know, conclusion as well. Like, you know what? I messed up in this situation. This is what happened. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I ain't God ain't done with me yet. <laughs> She's <laughs> still working on me. He knows my heart. <laughs> You know what's weird is when I was telling Tana my story, I don't know what Diddy put, puts in Ciroc, oh, but it's, when we had it's our real. We, had our, <laughs> we put our deep, yeah. deepest, darkest secrets, and yeah. I told her, and we she was like, day. girl, I did it too. Yeah. What was, it? what was the uh, drink that we were on at that time? It uh, was the new Diddy. The Colada. Colada. Tropical Colada. Summer Colada. Summer Colada. Colada. That was Summer good. Colada. That was, yeah. Okay. I don't know what's in that. <laughs> That'd be a good segment called Ciroc Conversations. So we talk, we, what was this uh, topic or question you want to ask about friendships and exes? Balancing, or yeah. Balancing your relationships with your friendships. That There are points where the two come to head, especially your best friends. Yeah. And I think part of it is because uh, uh, for your best friends, it's really easy for boundaries to be past like especially Mm. when you're both single and you're going out and Mm -hmm. like that becomes the main person you're relying on you're spending all your time and if you end up in a relationship and she is still or he whoever it is is still single then there always there can not always but there can lead to that weird tension of like you just 
abandoned me yeah. <laughs> the minute yeah. you got a boo. Yeah. Uh, it's just touchy because a lot of my friends, one reason why I started the, the White Lives Facebook group is because the circle that I had built, we, we were no longer hanging out. Mm. And we weren't hanging out because they had all moved into different um, levels of the phases of their life. They were mm-hmm. booed up. They were getting married. And so the friendship was no longer around. And so it does play a factor in how you feel about it because you're like, well, now I'm all alone. Right. Right. So now I got to start all over again. You're supposed to be my, my ace boon coon. Yeah. Right. And you ain't there no more. And so yeah. I definitely understand when people get bothered by it, but you have to understand that why you just got to respect that space and go out and make new friends. Well, I, so me and Nicole haven't really gone through this for a long, like I haven't been in a long enough relationship. She can't have a boyfriend until I do. <laughs> it's the same time. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> same time. Same time. In February. You guys are synced up. That is quite the expectation. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But um, I will say I have started talking to um, someone last, this was like a year ago, and um, I think it's the opposite. So I was putting a lot of emphasis on my friendship because yeah. I wanted to still hang out. Absolutely. And there was a point where he was like, hello, right, yeah. like you're with me now, and I kind of felt some kind of way. Yeah, there's tension. There's tension. And What's your sign? I'm an Aries. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. Yes, me too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's your birthday? April 10th. April 6th. Okay. That's so crazy. So, you date Aries? what's your birthday? I don't. I haven't dated Aries. Virgo. Virgo. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. They ain't no love connection. I know. Air high five. But um, that's been my, um, and I've heard that before, not just in that last relationship, but I've heard that before where the person, my spouse or whatever, they felt that I put a lot of emphasis on my friendships. And that's yeah. something that I'm going to have to learn how to balance. Yeah. Because when it is the right person, I will have to learn how to... You got to balance it. You know, be like, okay, Nicole, we can't go out no more. <laughs> or something like that. Or figure out how to please both. But um, I do the, uh, Do you guys do like the three-month or the six-month um, grace period? What What's mean? that mean? Like when my friends get... Sexually? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I hate you. Um, when my friends get into a new relationship, I give them like a three-month grace period of oh, being like a, not not completely gone, but not being as like active. Oh, right? I got you. You, know you what don't mean? Like, expect them to be around as much. Right. I'm like, they boot up and yeah. in love and trying to, you know, figure some stuff yeah. out. So I give them a little bit of a pass when they're like in a recently new mm-hmm. Now in the three, after three months, I need you to come re- back, come back into the circle, <laughs> come back me. into the reel yourself <laughs> in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do give people three months because I think especially like the older you get, when you are starting your relationship, you're now it's like, are we, we really trying to figure out if we compatible or right not? we got a lot of time okay, <laughs> we gotta make like, this move fast i don't want to waste time with <laughs> right. you like so but i'm just so used to doing everything with nicole and i know i remember my ex had to be like upset with me because it'd be like oh me and nicole used to do this me and nicole we're here and <laughs> and it's like okay you did like, nicole right it is definitely so, a balance I, I mean if tana met somebody uh, definitely i would give her I mean, I don't have a time limit. You know, if she found love, I'm rooting for it. I know she's been single for a long time. But um, I'm. Well, you gotta say it. Like I know, that. right? I was like, like I'm not I'm not I've been single for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Nicole. No, joking. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. So, no, um, I'm, I'm happy. But really. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy when you say it next time. I need a reason. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> but I think, like, I'm just kidding. 
I, I think like she would definitely take time, at least like if I said, hey, let's go out this one night. If I yeah. gave her, she would do it. And I know I would do it for her when me and my ex were together. It was so healthy for us to at least like once a week. He had the boys time. And right. You have to have it. And because if you're doing stuff together all the time, it's just, it gets a little boring. So you got to have your girl time, especially your, yeah, your you time. Because if you're just a couple all the time, you'll lose yourself. Yeah. And I do think, I do agree that, I mean, it's to be expected that you're going to spend less time with with your friends when you're in a relationship. I know I dealt with that with, with my ex. It's like, I felt I felt so alienated from my friends. Really? So alienated. And I think I am very, I push back when I feel boxed in. Mm-hmm. And I think that played a, a factor. Uh, wait, you felt it. alienated by them or by they? By my ex. By oh. Because she wanted all my time. Oh. And she didn't really like my friends. Or gotcha. she, well, not that she didn't like them. She didn't feel comfortable. Around them. Around them. And so I was spending all my time with her. And not with them. Don't you hate that when you get a spouse or a partner that's oh, like a it's the worst. that's not that's social? That's just yeah. like want, you, you just don't have a I life anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> Listen, this can't is, do a, it. This like, is I, I don't believe in tests, right? Like of human beings. But the one like test that I definitely have is like I like to bring who I'm dating and just drop them in like a social setting Absolutely. with oh, really? a bunch of people oh, I know. Right? Too. Not on Absolutely. purpose. No, no I do it. I do it on purpose because I don't want to meet anybody in person. I just want to see if they can hang for their themselves because if you're gonna date me you people pull me all the time like from one section to a section so you have to be able to be comfortable with just being on your own not that i'm going to like leave you but like we don't need to be up under each other the whole night like you can go out you could we can be in the club you could dance with your like you be with your friends your partners i'll be with my chicks you better not have no hoe i was gonna say can he dance with another girl (laughs) i absolutely stopped dating someone someone who i liked i like i was feeling her I'm like, oh, she's good people. Mm-hmm. I said, but I got to see how she interact in social settings. It's because, so important. Because I am a very social person. Yeah. I love people and people love being around me. And we went out this one time. That is arguable. Shade. Auntie, no shade. <laughs> <laughs> that was shade. No shade. But, but we, oh, went out, we went out in a, into a social setting and that I was actually hosting. And she was like sitting in the corner the entire time. So I would do that though. And I'm, I was I'm like, getting better with talking to other people, but I'm I'm that kind of person. If I only know you there, I'm not gonna. I'm scared. <laughs> see, I don't know my, anybody. Like my thing is like I don't want to feel like how I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got to check up on you all the time, all night. You okay? You okay? But then what, what, what did she? I, I mean, I think it's a little harder for females because you no. can't just talk to guys. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm better. Um, so I used to teach like this um Haitian dance compa mm-hmm. and. My lead instructor, he would force me out there and tell me that I have to go dance with people and interact with people. Yeah, and that yeah. was the hardest thing. But now I, I see like it's it it has helped in the long run. But I know the old me. If I'm out in a social setting and I don't know anybody, I'm not gonna. I'm because you don't know. Like guys might be with some other girls, and then other females are looking at you funny. Yeah. Like who are you? So yeah. I feel like it's hard. What I, do you feel? I don't feel like they have to be social, but they have to be comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable. Look and there's different. Like cause sometimes I'll go to a social setting and I just don't want to be bothered. Yeah. And so I'm cool just kicking it to the side. And then sometimes I go to a social setting and I'm gonna be the loudest one there. And so it, and it has really nothing to do with. So if she looked comfortable, would it have been okay? Like if she looked like she I think was that's okay. O- that's okay. But what I don't, because I'm such, I'm, uh, I'm not, toot, a, I'm not toot my own horn, but I'm very, 
I try to be very attentive mm-hmm. with he the is. people that He's, I, I He'll date. check up on you a million like, times. I will continue to check on you. But if I can look over and see you doing your own thing, I'm like, okay, she good. So you just got to be on the cell phone. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't have to, like, I don't have to worry about it. She, I want to see you mingling with my friends. Oh, because okay. my friends aren't going anywhere. The people that are in my life, in my circle, they're going to be there regardless mm-hmm. of what, what, what happens with our relationships. I need you to be able to, to mingle with them. On some extent. That's a skill, though. Maybe if she, if if you invited her out, you were having your friends say, hey, invite one of your girlfriends. Mm. And then so that would have made her friend. feel comfortable. And then maybe she, they would have, like, talked to your friends. Yeah. But that would have been her, like, comfort yeah. right there. It's possible. And it's then possible. you wouldn't have. Yeah, like, one of her social girlfriends, like the big mouth one. But here's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> if, 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 if it's a test, though. We all got one. <laughs> we all got one. But my thing is, if it's, if it's a test, like, I. I need to see what you can do without me going extra steps sometimes. Yeah. Like for me, if if I get invited out to so, to a social setting, I guarantee you, I'm gonna know about ten people by the time I leave there. Just because I don't, I have no problem having a conversation yeah. with random ass people. Like I'm just gonna, I, I will throw myself into a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What y'all talking about? That's a skill though. You know? That's a skill. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can agree. do both, I but sometimes I just don't want to. Like yeah. I legitimately, but I also I just realized that about myself. I just I'm. I'm one of those people. I never thought that I was, but apparently I'm very closed off. <laughs> I just got. Well, you know what's funny? Your yeah. arms are like closed. I'm cold. getting body language. That's <laughs> like a degree coming into play. Um, She's cold. <laughs> I'm, leg- I'm legitimately cold. But like, yeah, like I am not one of those. I'm people. A lot of people call me friend, and I don't call a lot of people friend. I it takes me a longer time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like sometimes I go to social settings, and I'm 110 percent comfortable, and I am. I'm not reaching out to anybody. I'm just comfortable yeah. in enjoying and experiencing and paying attention to what's happening. This may sound bad, but I probably would need like alcohol. Okay. Ain't I have a lot of okay. Okay. I was going to say, already I'm already found out that, that yeah. the Ciroc makes you talk. So <laughs> <laughs> get the no, going. that's only, what is that? Limited time. So thank God it's not out right now. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just think friendships are. What are happens important. though? When you don't like your friend, who your friend's dating, oh, mm-hmm. that's a really good question. Well, like I, when the, you mm. know they're a dog, they're cheating on them, or <laughs> they're hitting them, or disrespecting Hit. them, or here's the thing: if you love your friend, then I've learned that you just gotta respect where they are, right? A and you don't yeah. you don't Can't talk shit about them, you don't say bad things about them willingly. Yeah. But if they come and ask you your honest opinion, you say, well, this is how I feel. This is what I see from the outside perspective. No, but I'm not go- that doesn't work. But I'm not going to be rude. <laughs> I'm not going to treat them any, any, in a, any kind of way. Like, yeah. But because minute, the minute they break up and you say something bad, they're going to be looking at you like, mm-hmm. oh, you should have told me that a long time ago. Right? Oh, you and know worst I mean? part, you say when they break up and you say something bad and they get back and they get together. Because yeah. you know they're going to go back and tell that, that person what you said. Yeah. Like... Elsa, yep. yep. she knew you wasn't shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Elsa didn't like you from the beginning. From the rip, I should have listened to her a long time ago. Yeah. No, I've that that's actually that's a great happened. Point, Jay. That's actually happened to me, and I lost a friend like that. Well, we're good now. Um, I've learned that you can't tell them unless they're ready to hear it. Yeah. Because you can say it's it, true. and then it turns on you. Yeah. And so um, I had a friend. She was in a relationship that wasn't good for her, and all I I literally just said. 
I think you can do better. Mm. And I think when you're in an emotional state and you want your friends and your families to your, your, accept you want them, support. you want support and you don't want to hear yeah. something that you don't want to hear and you're yeah. not ready for it. So um, we fell out because of that. And she, you know, after leaving that relationship, she was like, I understand yeah. that you were just looking out for me. But we didn't talk for a long time because, mm. again, it's like, you know, if you it's like a toy, if you love that toy, you want everyone else to love that toy yeah. Yeah. and so i've learned that i can't put my two cents in until they're really ready to hear it and you just gotta listen because the truth, that you, truth hurts yeah. truth hurts and I, people aren't ready for it i think jay like said a great point is like accepting them where they are mm-hmm. because i mean we've all been in relationships where we're like he ain't shit or mm-hmm. she ain't nothing but we still in here right like, you know yeah. what I mean? you don't you you know in your heart of heart whether or not relationship is working or it's good for you but you don't necessarily want to hear that you're not and ready so i think a really important thing is like when my girlfriend's are love their man i love them too mm-hmm. and when my girlfriends hate them i hate them too I'm the like same wherever yeah. you at is what i'm at I'm now if you ask me my honest like like hey girl honestly what's up i will tell you what i honestly feel but, but you can lose your friendship on that yeah no you but can if lose you, your marriage off of that if yeah. you ask me honestly i will tell you because yeah. that that's you prompting me to say something yeah but like if for my friends you in love girl i'm in love with you, <laughs> y'all being in love yeah and, and I also take some um, a, with a grain of salt because we complain about we tend to complain more than we tend to praise. Mm. That's true. Mm-hmm. true. And so when your girlfriends or your guy friends, when your people are coming to you and they're talking about your relationship, like the good is going to be like 10 percent of the conversation mm-hmm. and like the bad is going to be the 90 percent. Like we tend to complain more than we tend to praise. And mm-hmm. so if I'm hearing something from and this is what got me in trouble with my best friend to this day. Um, we almost like we stopped talking and everything because she's telling me, you know, all the bad stuff, you right. know, yeah. like we got into an argument. He did this and, I did that, and I'm like, girl, no, like mm-hmm. I hated him. Um, but, you know, I'm not hearing the, the other good side, stuff. The good yeah. Side. And his side. And right? his side. Because right? we know. There's always two sides of the story. That side, that your side, their side, and the truth, yeah. right? And so I just take it like you can't get so, so upset with your friend's significant other that you can't keep your composure yeah. and that you are now like, oh, that used to be me. I used that to be like, I'm a up. save a save a hoe, save a hoe foundation. Okay, you know about it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been there before. I've been there before. Like we you can't just save them. <laughs> she don't want to be saved. She don't want to be saved. But you can't. <laughs> But you gotta let it happen on you know your own their own time. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships they have to end when the The people in them in them are ready for them to to end. end. You You can tell, and I actually think like you telling them to break up. Like I've seen so many relationships stay together, stay together purely because they had that us against them. Right. Like I just refuse to leave you because everybody's telling me to leave you, Mm -hmm. and so I feel like you can sometimes end up. Like I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know if they're not happy. I know Tana. Like, there's two guys that I met right away. She's like, nope, I don't like them. And I was like, really? And she's like, I "I don't like them. I could tell vibes. And it was like a. mm, I mean, which I respect her (laughs) opinion. You know, there's of course, if I see somebody I'm interested, I might just be all googly eye, and she sees the real Mm -hmm. them, and like, girl, I know you, and this trash. Yeah. So I mean, like, her her opinion is very important, but I mean, it didn't go anywhere. But then I remember like Tana, the same thing, like she's real, she's very real. So 
when she was in a relationship, something happened and she called me and she told me about it the next day. And I said, that's not right. I can't believe you yeah. did that. Oh, talking about yeah. the guy that stalked I don't me. know. Um, no, I met this guy. Um, he didn't want to go out for some reason. We would always hang out at the house or wouldn't mm-hmm. go out with me. And then I would tell him, like, well, here's an opportunity. I'm going to go here. You want to come? And he would say no. Mm-hmm. So this one particular time, I invited him out. Uh, he declined. I was like, okay, I'm going out with my friends. Um, went out. Then after, uh, he gave me a call. And he was like, hey, come to my house. So I went over there. This is like, <laughs> what, 3 in the morning? Yeah, it was close to 3 in the morning. I went over there. And as soon as I get there, he's like, wait. You went over there at three in the morning. And this it was like a three. It 30. was like two. But yeah, I did. Because you, he asked me to come. You know, it was not a booty call. You know, it was like one. But it he was lived like one. 30 oh, okay. minutes away, away yeah. too. Gotcha. Yeah. But he called and he wanted me to come over. So I went. And uh, when I got there, he just was like, "What? how was your night? And I was like, it was good. And then he was like, I, well, I went out too. Mm. And I saw you. And oh, wow. Right. Yeah. I'm like, so what? you saw me. Why don't you come say hi? Exactly. We you know? like, I watched you the whole night. You were talking to other guys. You were talking wow. to other people. And I, I, me, being me, I was like, well, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then I called Ciao. Nicole. Right. Nicole was like. I wake up every day. I wish someone would. <laughs> I wish someone would. And so she's telling me about her story. I like, and I was like, wait a minute. Leave. He was there. And he didn't, he didn't tell you anything. He didn't, he didn't say yeah. hi. So and he called you to drive over to his house so he can yell at you. Yeah. Yeah. I was so I was like, I mad. I didn't see it that way. And I yeah. I was going off like just for me. Yeah, I was like, like this I is what you should have said to him and <laughs> I was like I didn't know what to say. I just but that was weird that he came and he never he didn't say anything. He watched yeah. me the whole night. That's weird. Yeah. But she was like girl he's it's not going to last and yeah, I was I like all right, I, I don't have to say anything more yeah. about him. No. Once I said he ain't going to make it. Yeah, it's important. Give me like another two, three weeks. That's important. Too. <laughs> yeah, he'll be gone. If you ask your friends for advice, to to truly listen when, from an unbiased perspective, because yeah. my friend, and, um, or just don't ask them. Don't even ask them, but because you, I know, like one of my my friend, who Lori, hold on, not Lori, Lisa, hold on. You yeah. said something really important: an unbiased perspective versus an emotional listen with yeah. an mm. emotional ear because people listen with an emotional that's ear true. and that's when they get angry and you could have said it in the most un- non-judgmental way but because it's an emotional thing you saying what they, they didn't want to hear causes Absol- them okay go ahead absolutely so like to, the quick example like my friend lisa she she i met her ex and i was like the moment i met him i said yeah i said no i said he's i said he's insecure mm-hmm and he's gonna cause you problems. Mm. I said, I guarantee you. And she didn't want to believe me. This mm-hmm. man ended up ruining her life. Yikes. He was super insecure. Yeah. Blowing her phone up, calling her her dad. Oh, like, wow. like it was just the most. The That's most. Terrible. And so in friendships and in relationships, it's important it's to it, it is definitely touchy. But I would say like for me, I always ask the on I want the honest and I can deal with my friends disagreeing or not liking my significant other. I want just their because I feel like sometimes you can be Digmatized, mm-hmm. or you could be That's like, real What's the real word for it? <laughs> What's the real word for it? Is it pussymatized? Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> um, she had a flashback. Yeah, a moment. Yeah, a moment. <laughs> you know, or you could just be like, or you could have just been in a situation where you are feeling super lonely and vulnerable, and this person is just present at the right time. And there. Like, they just caught you at the, they're the wrong right person, time. but they caught you at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's important to be open, like, to be available for your friends to have that conversation with. But I will say is, don't ask for it if you really, if you are going to take it personally. 
Like you have to really be like, they are saying it out of love. Like even mm-hmm. when you're getting mad, be like, they are saying it. That's it. That's out a very mature love. place because I think a lot of people aren't there. If no. They can. If they if you ask your friends and you, and they say, well, they're nice. But uh-huh. you know that's. that's I'm learning who I can on. tell the truth to and who I can't. Yeah, yeah there's absolutely. some people you can't. You, yeah, you just gotta can't. be. You gotta be careful who you tell people to. And just don't ask too, because sometimes well, I don't. I don't ask. I think sometimes if you're un, if I'm you're un, if you are struggling in your own relationship, yeah. and you're unsure about it, and you want to make sure you get an unbiased opinion. Yeah, right, then you, you ask. You ask your friends for an honest answer. Yeah. And there were times in my last relationship. It was two years ago now. Uh, when I say, hey, well, you know, how do you feel about such and such? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, and we come, we come to an agreement that you just want your family and your friends to be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you say, right. well, I, I'm a little unsure about it, but are you, you happy? If, if you're happy, then I love her. Yeah. Well, I love him. And that's kind of was. But when we broke up, so let happy. me tell you, <laughs> they were like, celebrating. she was a little bit crazy. Like, she was but, like, well, you like crazy, so yeah. I couldn't say nothing. But I think it's, I think it's important. Like, and then the, another important thing is, if you aren't questioning, like you know, this is the person you fit to be with for whatever, for however long, these next six months or eight months. Don't be asking questions you don't really want the answer to. Like, I only ask if I'm really, really unsure and I can't decide one way or the other. But if I can decide, like if I'm going to stay in it because I just want to work it out or see, I am not asking not questions, questions. Yeah. because I've already made my decision. Yeah, and there's so, times I can't tell Nicole something because I'm like, I already know. What she I'm gonna not go to off. I'm like, I ain't gonna tell her. This, She's I already about know to go off. What I'm supposed to be doing? He did what? He said. <laughs> And what are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. I just we just like, have the girl, you can do better. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what is one important lesson you've learned in friendship? One important lesson that you have learned in friendship. Well, I will say... Um, so Nicole, so eleven eleven marks an important date for us because last year we jumped out of a plane, we went skydiving. Awesome! Oh, wow, that's, yes, that's dumb as hell. I'm playing. <laughs> I hate so. you. Said that's dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah. He rude. He's so rude. Like why no. you jump out of an airplane? See, and this is the thing. I I wanted to do it for a very very long time. Yeah. And I you too. We can go. It's, there you go. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> And so um, I remember wanting to do it for a very long time. And everybody that was around me would say what Jay would say, like, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Um, And Nicole was the first person that was like, let's do it. And um, I relate that to other things that I want to do, like big dreams, because you have to have people who can see it and not call you crazy. And so I think that was something that I noted with Nicole. But anybody that I have around me, if I want to do something big, I, I want to have the right people. I, I'm going to tell the right people who yeah. I know right. is not going to be like, that's crazy. Because I yeah. would have never gone skydiving. And it was something that I always wanted to do yeah. until I met the right person that, you know, could say like, okay, let's do it. And then even with the podcast thing, yeah. you know, I would talk about doing different things and everyone else was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole was like, all right, so let's do it. What are we going to do? You know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's let's, let's go. Your friends should ins- inspire, inspire you. Inspire you. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nicole? Um, an important lesson. Ah. Uh, I feel like an important lesson that my friend showed me is just when I went through a hard time, who was there? And I feel like that I'm always like loyalty. Yeah, it's it's so huge. It's who is and that's who's going to be there in the long run, too. So if you're there for me when I need you the most, I know we're going to be friends for life. So, yeah, Tana's there. Like, I remember I had when I was all right. So when I was divorcing, like I said, I was private. And, you know, when 
when you break up, when you divorce, anything like that, you feel like a failure. Right. So yeah. I, my family didn't know what was going on with yeah. me. My friends didn't know. And I decided I moved out one day after my one year anniversary and I called up my friends and I called up a few of my friends that I knew I could trust. And I said, I need you to come tomorrow and I'm moving. And nobody said anything to me. Everybody just showed up. They said, what am I packing up? They packed it up. Nobody asked me one Love. question yeah. and because I wasn't ready to yeah. expose yeah. myself yet. Yeah. And that was like my biggest life life lesson right there. Yeah. Show That's me love right there. Oh, yeah. oh I got chills. Yeah. That's love. Like that is <laughs> that was the purest yeah. form right there. Purest form. I mine is kind of like a t- like a little bit connected to yours. It's compassion, in the sense that like I think I'm super um, sensitive to expectations because I've had relationships mess up because of like expectations of like I do like for me if you come to my house I'm cooking for you generally or I'm making you a drink or like I'm more like that's just a Trinidadian thing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. or like you know if you want to like hang out whatever I'm I like literally am the terrible texter like I'm I'm just bad with it (laughs) I think in my head I really think that I have responded same here I'll respond with one word no but in I my head I feel like I've responded and, and then haven't. I haven't responded Yikes. like I, there's so many stuff that'll be in draft because I'll be <laughs> I'll get I get I get I get disorganized <laughs> and I'll be like in the mid conversation and want to finish it up and be like oh wait I have to go do this mm-hmm. um but like my friends I will say is like are very compassionate and it allows me to be compassionate with them and also realize that we're all not the same. You know what I mean? Like I have a, I have a couple of friends right now who are dealing with severe depression and just understanding that they are, they're giving me what they can give me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't have any expectations from them in the sense of like, we have to spend this amount of time or we have to call or we have to talk about your situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I am here when you need me. If you, mm-hmm. when you, if you just want to chill, if you want to talk, you don't want to talk at all. Mm-hmm. Like I am here for you and we can do whatever you want. Or like, if you just need space and you need to be by yourself, that is okay too. It's that level yeah. of compassion that I think is really important. Awesome. What about you, Jay? I would say probably two things. One, I would say that what I've learned is that don't surround yourself with people that are yes people. Yes men and yes women. Right? Amen. Like you don't want people who are going to tell you everything that you want to hear because you don't want to hear every everything that you say. Yeah. Like you want people to push back and give you sound advice, not because you they don't like want to Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you don't you don't want yes people. And the second thing I would say is that you need, you need to surround yourself with people who inspire you. Right? Like your friends, if you see yourself like you said people say oh i want to travel all the time but they don't have anyone in their life who's traveling yes i say go go find friends who are traveling i guarantee you they're going to inspire you to say damn i'm gonna do the travel and do more so your friends should inspire you if you're not inspired to do different things in your life then you got to check your friendships yes yeah they did like a psychological or a sociological study and it showed like if you were the five people you spend the most time with are the people you tend to emulate or be influenced by. Mm -hmm. And so people are like, kind of like what Jay said, or people are really critical of their significant other, but sometimes fail to apply those same lens to the people, your friends, when they have just as much, if not more, because they tend to be in your life longer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, at least in my case, um, (laughs) they have more influence on you. And so if the five people you hang out with the most don't inspire you or Mm -hmm. don't, you know, push you to do 
push you to do better or or don't support you or or provide something meaningful, then they probably shouldn't be taking that space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and move into what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? ish? All right. So we talk about on what's your ish? What's this week? Something that you love? It can be food. It can be an item. It can be a new drink, restaurant, food, (laughs) uh, subscription service. I'm going to start today. Okay, get it. I've been on this for like a hot minute. Oh, yeah? What is it? It's the New Wave Air Fryer. The New Wave Air Fryer? Yes. All right. First of all, (laughs) chicken wings crispy. (laughs) Okay? Which is essential to life. You made them today? Chicken wings. No. But I got them prepped. I got them prepped. Okay. But like, is that what it is? <laughs> I love it because you don't have to add, add any oil to it. It's mm. essentially like baking them, but still getting that fried crispiness that oh, you wow. like, and in a shorter time frame. And so, normally, so it's like the new wave oven. It's a new wave oven, but they have an air fryer. Wow! So you mm. just dump your like chicken or your lamb chops or whatever you is, what you want to fry. You throw it in there. Chicken wings is twenty six minutes. So that. <laughs> Wow. In my head. Hey, that sounds good. And you're done. And it literally comes out like crispy without all the... And then you can take it out and you see all the, the, the juice. oil oh. from the chicken. Oh, yeah. And you haven't added any oil to it yourself. So wow. it's like the cleanest, healthiest way you can eat, you know, your chicken, chicken wings. That's what's up. And so New Wave has been my ish. Did you get wings last week or did you dip out I, too I, early? I dipped out a little early. They killed it. It did not, <laughs> it did last. not last. Yeah. I was like, let me, I was like, I'm for sure going to have some, you know, later on, like <laughs> for the, you know, next two days or something. How much for one week? Uh, they were <laughs> gone. Oh my and gosh. So, so my ish, so I finally, I finally been trying to get my grown man on with my liquor drinking, right? Mm. And, okay. And so I, uh, normally when I drink liquor I, in the past, I was always drinking with a chaser, like a rum and coke or something. Oh, okay. And so but I was trying to get myself to just drink liquor straight on the rocks, like just mm-hmm. straight, no chaser, no mixer. And so I've really... Less calories. Less calories <laughs> as well, absolutely. <laughs> so I've really been on, really all of 2018, on old fashions. I and love so, old fashions. Yeah, I love good old fashions, so, but we're not talking about the same thing. Oh. I don't know what you're okay. talking about. We'll come back to that. <laughs> so um, on Friday, this past Friday, actually last night, mm-hmm. um, at the Big Easy restaurant mm-hmm. that we went to, I got a old fashioned. That old fashioned was a smoked Ooh. old fashioned, and so they actually lit. lit <laughs> I saw them making it. Yeah, yeah. so they lit this hickory wood up on Mm -hmm. fire and got the smoke going. They took took the glass and set that on the glass for like two minutes, and it gave like this smoke taste feel and of the old fashioned. So it was really, really good. That's so that have, good. It doesn't have any chaser. No chaser. Wow. On the rocks. It's just it's basically it's basically the whiskey or bourbon bourbon with a cherry, orange slice, some bitters, and then they mix it all together, and it is amazing. So if you're looking for a good drink. That doesn't have a lot of calories. <laughs> not not going to give you a headache the next day. Mm-hmm. Then you should definitely look life. into doing an old-fashioned <laughs> drink. And every bar so, so, uh, so. serves them, so you can get them in And a good way to transition to that, because I, I drink gin on the rocks. Mm. Um, but a good way to transition to that is just start drinking with tonic water. And mm, then yeah. go 
from tonic water to club soda mm-hmm. and then it, eventually it's, it's just then it's easy to jump <laughs> to straight like if you can't if you're not gonna be like jay and be a thug and just be like <laughs> a thug life mess the chaser i'm gonna go straight no more, like, no more chaser i'm I, not gonna transition nothing like i still do rum and coke every now and then if yeah. it's happy hour but like getting getting a buzz off of it i'm not no. doing it anymore because you wake up the next day with headaches yeah. and it's not from the liquor all that added sugar it's the sugar that's giving yeah. you the headache so with with liquor you drink it straight yeah. um Old-fashioned, definitely check it out. I love to shout out to Big Easy and Ebor City. Hey. I was watching Mad Men, and that's all they oh, drank. Oh, absolutely. Great yeah. show. Yeah, and I, I, that was one of my Great favorite show. shows. Don I'm a psychology Draper. major, so you could, I could break down. At, at the final scene, I was like, this was a hands-down amazing show. My I was favorite. sad when it ended. But, but uh, yeah, I got on Old Fashioned because of that show. That's a good drink. Don yeah. Draper, what's your ish? Uh, so I really don't watch TV much, but I am addicted to... The Greenleaf show. I heard it's good. I've, I I've it. seen the commercials, good. but I haven't like actually it is, watched. It. I don't watch TV. Is it ghetto? I, it, it's not ghetto. It's, okay. it's so what is it about? Isn't that one about the farm? The black people? Uh, no, oh, no, that's oh. Queen Sugar. That's oh, Queen, Queen Sugar. Sugar. Mm-hmm. The lawyers or something like that, right? No, they're pastor, pastor, and the pastor's family. Mm. And I can't even because there's so many seasons, but it's just so much drama. Enjoying it. Um, what's her name? Latoya Luckett. Yeah, she's okay. on there. She has like a really big role, and like she's really showing her range with acting. Oh, awesome. She's like a bad guy. And Isn't like she she's, a singer? She is. She was part okay. of Destiny's Child. She was originally. part of uh, Destiny's Child. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. But she's an actress now. And like I, this. Killing it. She's killing it. And, and that's my show. Like I'm actually waiting for the next what episode. What network is that on? Um, own. Oh. But I think it's on like Hulu or something. It's Hulu, on Hulu or Amazon Prime. I've yeah, seen you it can somewhere. watch it on demand. I watched it on demand. But um, okay. yeah, that's been my show. And it this out. last episode, oh my Ooh, gosh. Gave you life? Uh, <laughs> I can't tell it. It's like you and then resuscitated you. <laughs> it did. That's how I feel about the last episode of This Is Us. I was in, on my couch like uh, watching uh, This Is Us just be like, making me cry for no damn reason. I had to stop watching it. A good show? Where's that? Oh, I don't know if I want you to get on it. Why? Because once you start, you you cannot stop. Like, you're obsessed. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Every demand. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. You can find it on Fire Stick Another too. good one. Have you guys seen The Good Doctor? It no. just started. It just started. <gasps> season one. I haven't seen I it. I heard about it. I am obsessed. Oh, so it's an autistic surgeon? Oh, I think I saw an episode of that. Like the first or second episode. Yeah, and the yeah, whole yeah. time I'm like, first of all, I just, it makes you love autistic people. <laughs> yeah, big ups to them for doing yes. that. Yeah. And the actor, I'm like, you can't tell me he's not autistic, and I know he he's not. But like, he's not. oh, the it's so he was really good. He really oh. played. It. I remember the one or two episodes. It's I so watched. good. I have to check it You're, out. As a psychology major, you <laughs> yeah. would freaking die. Like you would love because there's a lot of like interesting. So I'm sociology, oh, and okay. so there's a lot of interesting like behavioral things that are going on. Yeah, yeah. the main <laughs> actor is actually from Blacklist. He played oh. in the Blacklist. Yeah, he's like from Britain. I didn't even know. Yeah. What about you? What's your age, Nicole? Nicole. Um, so <laughs> mine would have to be this cold front. I mean, because I'm like ready to break out my winter clothes. <laughs> I really oh, am. Florida winter clothes. Is it yeah, different? Yeah, yeah, Florida winter clothes. Yes, it's <laughs> so my light sweater. We have our winter drink already on deck as soon as it gets yeah. cold. Oh my God. All right, drink? so that might be I my issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hennessy and Bailey's. Oh, and then, okay. but. You got to go all out. You got to get the Snickers ice cream mm. and yeah. dump it in there. So just wow. it, 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 it helps with your winter body. <laughs> oh, it so. does it. It does it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and that's when I break out my winter clothes, my uh, sweaters. See, now it all ties together. Yeah. It makes complete sense. Get that in hand. I actually enjoy this weather right now. I, I am a big fan. I don't of, like it being any colder. I, yeah, I don't want to get too cold. Like yeah. I, I'm okay with like 68, 67. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But yeah. Below that, I'm like, I'm nope. coming back from 28 degrees, so <laughs> I'm ready for like 95 degree weather. I'm ready for the Florida beach. to do the most. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. some good. Um, what's short is? Yeah, that was good. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the final. Oh no, sorry, I'm ahead. Second myself. to final uh, segment, which is stories from the gram. Story from the gram. All right. So story from the gram. We basically find stories from Facebook, Instagram that people have posted about. It could be like, hey, I need advice. This is what's going on in my life. Or this is a story. You know how you see Facebook stuff. Right. You're like, oh my gosh, like you really going through that. Right. And so we basically have we find stories from all over the social media. And we just weigh in. And we weigh in our opinions on it. All right. So I am married to a man that treats me like a queen. We like have a queen. Oh, I hate you. We have awesome sex, enjoy each other's company, and spend a lot of time with each other enjoying life. The problem is I'm a very large lady, BBW, if you will, size 16, and I'm only 5'2". My husband, on the other hand, is 6'4", and very, very fit. He met me like I am, never pressured me to lose weight, and makes love to me like he loves it. Hey. He w- okay, girl. Come on. He put a <laughs> ring on it. I, I go back. Uh, he once told me he had attraction to plus size women. The only complaint I have is he's ashamed to bring me around certain people or special events. For example, he won't take me to his office Christmas party, high school class reunion, and other special events around others. He does go out with me alone to other places like dinner, movies, and concerts. The reason I know he's ashamed is I overheard him tell his sister he didn't like bringing me around judgmental people. I get that, but it still hurts. Should I just not worry about this as I am happy for the most part? What should I do? Well, I think she should at least, she should start the conversation because right now it sounds like she's assuming that it's due to her weight. And it could be that, but it could be something else. So judgmental, maybe she's loud and he's afraid that they're going to judge her because of that or some of, you know. So she needs to have that conversation to figure out what, what is the hang up and then figure out okay how can we work towards meeting like a, a middle ground yeah i think she needs to figure out which would which bothers her would which would bother her more her going to these events and being like Fresh body shame body shamed right if she's accurate that's based on her body or you know her husband keeping her away from event like which one hurts her more which one brings her more pain for me i don't care what other people think so if my husband's not taking me to this class reunion i'm trying to go there to see what he looked like in high school (laughs) and make fun of him Mm -hmm. you bet to take me like hello and so i would be more it would concern me more that my husband was ashamed of me more so than that other people were judging me right and so she needs to find out what would be more harmful for her but at the end of the day, she definitely needs to have a conversation with her husband. Yeah, because it didn't seem like he had a problem with her weight in any he other. Her. Yeah, he married, he married her, right? Her, yeah. That's know. what you do in a marriage. You yeah. go out together, right? <laughs> yeah. So, he but he won't out. take her to class reunions. He won't take her to the office work party. Like, but then office business and pleasure. That's what I was gonna say. But Maybe you bring your wife. To you bring your significant other to the par- s- like the Christmas parties. I'd be like, so do you not have a picture? On your desk of me. <laughs> that part. Am I not your screensaver on your phone, <laughs> damn it? But a part, of, a part of that also, though, could be from his perspective is that maybe he, maybe from being married, he understands that she has an issue with her body, right? She struggles with her body, how she looks, and that she he's trying to save her from this 
this body shame that that she's gonna deal with. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. You know, but man, in his mind, he's like, you know what? I don't want I don't want my wife feeling like she's not pretty. I don't want to be around judgment. I want her being around judgment of people, like he just said, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just gonna save her that the baby, like. I'm but that's good, what I'm saying. I know? think it's more her thinking it's about her, and maybe it's her people, his office people who suck. Like, yeah, I don't want her around these people at my job. I don't, yeah. I don't like them, so I just want to keep her protected from bad people. I think everybody has an insecurity, and it's the oh, person yeah. that like you're with the most, you love. They're supposed to like you look beautiful. Let's let's like, do this. You. you know, no like yeah. like hype you up. We got this. We're gonna have a great night you but that's look why it sounds like everything else is okay they have amazing sex he's a great person it's just he was not taking her to this office party so maybe he isn't saying like he's not hyping her up it's just this aspect of his life he wants to keep but separate. it's not just the office party like they're not all connected to work it'd be one thing if it was like all connected to work it seems to be any like big event, event like yeah. high school reunion and uh, i think mm. she said in the office party and i think she had a, one other different example yeah and so i mean it could be he's not he needs to work on his temper. He feels like somebody's going to say something. He's going to go off. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But my real thing is, who the hell is he and what is he doing that he, like, people are comfortable that he, that they're going to sh- body shame your chick in front of you? Like, yeah. me, people might, you might go somewhere, but I'd be damned if anybody, friend or coworker or anybody is going to be like, you ain't, staring, saying, you ain't saying shit. St- yeah. I'm talking in a negative way. And staring at my like significant other and have anything other than to say that he's the best thing since sliced bread. Like, mm. and I don't care. Like you, it's not for you to judge. And right. so I think that there is like something weird going on. I think yeah. yeah, I think it goes back to Nicole's point talking about insecurity. I think that there is on his part some insecurity about his wife around those particular demographics, right? right? Um, and so it doesn't I, coincide with what he probably how thought. he how he looks how he presents himself. Oh right, right. You right. know what I mean. And so I do think that that didn't be a conversation that she needs to bring up. He might not even know. Well, I don't know how you would not know. It wouldn't bother you. Like I would think it would be bothered if she's never been invited. If she's never been yeah. invited. That you would know? that would drive me insane. Yeah. Like, babe, where you going? Oh, nowhere. <laughs> like he oh, just making out not. of the house. Then <laughs> lay your ass down. Yeah, I don't know. That's definitely weird. Because coming from a personal training background from years ago, it's like you do in your mind have to live up to a certain a standard, right? Body wise, and so people expect you to date someone who looks like you, right. who exercises like you. It's weird because, like, the chubbiest... Well, look, when I'm chubby... I'm chubby at the moment. But, like, the ch- when, no, I'm, when I'm chubby, she I not. tend to, like, bodybuilders, especially, freak, and, like, physical... No, no, what they call them? Personal trainers love me. I cannot get away <laughs> from them. Like, literally, they're the ones who are always, like, super aggressive. And I swear, the more weight I have on me is the more that they come <laughs> at me. And, like, the people who I have dated who have been literally the most physically fit have never said a damn thing about my body in a negative way. And in vice versa, the people who I've dated who have not been, like, the best physically are the ones who got shit to say. I have a friend. She's voluptuous. She's full-figured, and I love her attitude because, like, she's the most confident person. And she, like, she would tell me when she's in relationships, she'll tell the guy, like, if you don't like me, you can go ahead. I'm going to find somebody else. Like, that's her thing. Like, you don't want me? Fine. Like, you know, and I just love that confidence about her because it's, like, it really is a true confidence. She really loves herself. And I think think that's something that she also needs to think about as well. Like, do you love yourself? Are you comfortable in your own skin? Yeah. Um, Because maybe you don't have to, you know, deal with it or, you know, so. 
But check how, him. But how are you in a marriage and not able to ask that question, though? Like, baby, yeah, communication why, why aren't you... Why can't I go the to The communication is just weird. Like, the fact yeah. that people... He he feels like people are going to body shame her. Like, who does that? Like, out of middle school, you know? And then, like, the fact that she... Won't even bring it up to him. It just seems weird. Like yeah. she only knows about it because he, she overheard him. But those are sensitive conversations. Oh, absolutely. Those are very married. Married. Yeah, absolutely. right. You got to be transparent, and especially in a marriage. Yeah. I think it goes back to I think we always say is communication. Communication, communication is the number one cause. Well, miscommunicate communication is the reason for people breaking up, getting divorced. It's like mm-hmm. people don't know how to talk about the issues. So. All right, guys, if you have some great stories or if you need personal advice, then you can go ahead and shoot us an email at alltnoshadepodcast at gmail.com or you can slide up in our DMs (laughs) at alltnoshadepodcast on Instagram or alltnoshade, the Facebook page. And before we go ahead and close this mother lover out, let's go ahead and get into our final sip. Any final sip? Oh, we have our final sip for November. So for the final sip for November, we're going to do two today, but the main final sip is... Thanksgiving's coming up, and oh, so yeah. each week we've been doing something or person that you are thankful for that you can reach out. Just one person. Just one person. One person. We're doing it every week. That though. you can reach out to before the, to say, "Hey, I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you." So, yeah. Oh, we gotta give one person. One yeah. person that you are thankful for. Well, I'm sorry. I'm gonna break your little rule. I gotta shout out to God. I'm thankful for Him okay. <laughs> every day. G-O-D. I gotta give thanks. Uh, but this episode was about friends, so I got to give my friend a shout out for being the best friend ever. Absolutely. What's her name? <laughs> Tana, <laughs> a.k.a. Queen. queen. I'm thankful for Nicole as well. Best friend. Yeah, what's your, who's I, your, I think we all are going to say our best friends at this point. Maybe not you, but I got to shout out to my bestie, Diamond, who just always respects my space, always gives me the benefit of the doubt. And it's just always the realest. First of all, she's like the one who I can call and she'll be like, how do you want me to? <laughs> she mm. goes, how do you want me to play it? Like, mm. she'll ask me, nice. she's like, do you want me to be supportive and be like, Aww. girl, he's fine. Like, let it happen. Or girl, she's, you know, she didn't mean it. Or do you want me to be ratchet <laughs> and be like, let's go up to this person's house? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And so she's, she's, she's whatever I pick. She's going hard too. Yeah. You so, need a friend with many personalities. Yes, you do. <laughs> you, do. you need to get some friends. What about you, Jay? Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm thankful for my uh, direct supervisor at work. Only because... Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because he, you know, I came from a very corporate environment at my previous job, where it's definitely white America, and as a black man, you feel like you have to deal with so much other shit sometimes in corporate America. And in this situation, it's a, it's a black man who's higher up. And we had a conversation last week. He was just like, you know, whatever you want to do that you're trying to do, let's try to make it happen. You know, nice. it's like, like I, want, I want to support you whatever you want to do. And it, it might not seem like a big deal, but that's a big no, deal. No, it's a huge deal. You know deal. what I mean? Yeah, like, he wants yeah. you to level like, you know up. What? Like, yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen. He's going out of his way to be least, like, I'm there for you. That's yeah. a conversation that he did not have to have. Right. You know what I mean? And he, he had the conversation after... Just in passing, we had talked about something else. He was yeah. like, "Hey, Jake, come in my office, talk real quick." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" I was like, "Oh, no!" I was like, "What did I do now?" Right? Yeah. And then we just like, "Hey, you know, the other day we had a conversation about da da da. What you trying to go? What are you trying to do?" And we had a conversation. He was like, "Well, I'm here. Whatever you need, we're gonna try to make it happen." And so, shout out to him. And uh, 
appreciate that. That's my final step. So, one other thing. How do y'all feel about this uh, recount that's about to happen in Florida for governor and Senate? I'm all for it. Yeah? I'm so for it. I'm nervous. I mean, I trust it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't trust it at all. But I. I mean, I'm. I'm hoping there's a different outcome. Well, they're saying well, there's a lot of provisional ballots that are just not being counted right. because of like stupid errors, like mm. the the mark they didn't mark it dark enough, or like right. you know stuff like the the, the machine can't um, detect. And so yeah. I'm all for it um, as long as it's being done honest and do and uh, transparent. Um, 100%. I mean, because at the end of the day, whoever wins should be the winner. Like, right. sh- every count does matter. There's a reason why I was late, an hour and a half uh, late to work. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because People stood in those lines. lines. Their time matters. Exactly. My time matters. My vote matters. And I want it to count. And so I want whoever is governor and whoever is senator to really be a reflection of who Florida voted right. for. I don't, I don't understand why the absentee ballots aren't being counted initially anyway it's like it's a process i don't understand well i said they said that a lot of absentee ballot gets kicked out because people don't fill out the correctly fill it out correctly that's why they're not but it's like certain stuff is like stupid it's like they didn't put their middle initial or something it's like really trivial Mm -hmm. for kicking Mm -hmm. out Uh, my question is who checks the people that counts the ballots that's that's why i really don't trust it because it's who really is checking them? I actually, you know, got, I mean, I actually I got an email the day asking me if I wanted to be a, a watcher of the oh, really? yeah. ballot counting. Yeah, they okay. have, I, I trust manual better because, I mean, I know computers. I know people who can hack. Like, who's to say your ballot goes in? I mean, we've all seen. What was that? What was it called? Um, um, scandal. We all see oh, Scandal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> them, bro, them, them machines can be hacked. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I rather man, people manually count them and you got three other people staring at them or, re- or recounting because yeah. that's what happens. not one person person counting. counting it's okay. multiple people counting them and recounting them so that we they know count millions of i know millions. so bad it's all of florida bad. everywhere well, yeah. i hope I, I whatever happens i hope um obviously i hope i am i'm a democrat I'm, I'm, I'm a actually i'm independent but i vote democrat because you have to in florida so pick one if the democrats win I trust oh it. I gosh, think it was honest. So if, if, that's, <laughs> if that's what happens, then I think yeah. it, was, it was right. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but if they, if they lost, it's foul. Yeah. They can I, I think, didn't trust it. I think Bill Nelson has to overcome like 13,000 votes, and I think Andrew has to overcome... It was like under 36 40? or something. It was like... 30-something, right? But 13,000 isn't a lot when it's you not. think about yeah. the fact that they're not counting absentee. Like, there's so many absentee ballot and provisional ballots that have been kicked out mm-hmm. that, like, once you start counting them like 13,000 is nothing is nothing yeah all right well we'll see uh any other final sips no final sip but makeup breakup and martinis what is your socials one more time for the sippers out there so you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Makeup Breakups and Martinis. The and is spelled out. Um, or you can email us at MakeupBreakupsAndMartinis at gmail.com. And you can catch us every Wednesday pretty much on any platform you listen to podcasts on. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Any other final tips? Oh, that's it. All right. With that. I'm going to call this sip session done. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys.